Do you guys want to tell the podcast uh, fans what we're doing here okay. today? We're in Ireland. We are in Ireland. We are in Dublin, we're Ireland. Dublin. Just had a pretty wild night. I say, if you're going to do a racist stereotype, you best do it right. Top of the morning, you filthy lad. I'm fixing to have a fail of a time in this year mobile pool. Irish honor system. Please serve yourselves. Put the money in the bucket. Thank you. Uh, I don't think the Irish honor system is a thing, man. Oh, it's a thing. It's an ancient Irish tradition. Know your history, bro. You got drunks, you got Irish people, you got, um, I guess that's the same thing. A toast to Ireland. <laughs> Raise your glass. To the Irish. Anybody else out there uh, drunk like me and been drinking all day? <laughs> Woo! Green man bringing out the brown nectar of the gods. That was impressive because I can say from experience, he can't see shit right now. I don't know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> what is this, a podcast? I think we should talk about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh shit, yeah, yeah, it's about time. Don't you fucking start because Rob Justice might actually come out on the stage. All right. See? I've never performed in front of that many people before, have you? No, that was so. double the size of, I think, any of the shows we've done. Uh, well, it sounded like it. We did London the night before, Royal Albert Hall, and that was pretty amazing. Last night we did Dublin, and about, what, 9,000 people in the arena? Something like that. I know it's a 9,000 seater, I don't, but, and it was full. And a little shout out to the fans here in Ireland who were on. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they were great in London. They were. They were great in London, too. I thought that the British would be a little bit more reserved. These people seem very drunk. Uh, <laughs> how many of you guys are hammered? <laughs> All right. Ooh, how many of you actually have to work tomorrow? <laughs> it was pretty rowdy in a good way. Yeah. Rowdy yeah. in a good way. Made me feel good in, in my heart. And in my soul. The first time and in my ego. It was the first time that we ever. Which is very near the heart. Deep inside the ego. I, I think it's located somewhere near the heart. It's right next to my heart. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it surrounds it. Protect it was the first it. time we got a safety briefing of like, if things get out of hand, <laughs> right. this, is, this is what's going to happen. Here's the protocol. Guys, how's your. Our bowels? You may seem a little groggy oh. in this podcast. Uh, buddy, I, I'm going to be a bleary eyed bitch in this in this particular podcast i'm not sleeping well i'm not sleeping enough and i am drinking a lot and today is sort of our day of rest we're going to go to a wrexham game it will not be restful for me and it will not be restful <laughs> it will be stressful and i don't imagine when we get there it'll be restful at all no no it's it's very exciting um it's very stressful at this point of the season um i i I've talked about this in live shows, but I haven't in our podcast. I've got double styes. I got a sty here and a sty here. Wait, you got another one? His yeah. buddy shot? Yeah, well, no. Th this one finally went away, and this one's just not going anywhere. Oh, but so it you was have... like kind of pulled up here, and now it's like it's going away. It's moving around. But I have a feeling it's, it's going to come back. But I talked to an optometrist, and he said, Well, yes, it's a clogged oil duct. I said, Okay, well, what could cause that? And he goes, Well, it could be caused by a certain kind of particulate in the air, a lack of sleep extreme stress, mm -hmm. uh, not 
properly washing your eyes. Mm, gotta wash your eyes. Everybody knows that. Yeah, and, and I was like, well, how do you stop them? He's like, well, reduce stress, get more sleep, clean your fucking eyes. And so I've done all the other things. But, but you reduce, can't reduce stress. It's hard to reduce stress and I, I, with, the, with the football. I'm, I'm blaming it solely on- Because you have no control. And I bet that's I have some control issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is challenging your ability, right? You can't control the narrative on the field. <laughs> All you do is you put the pieces together and then the rest. It's out of your hands. Oh boy. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I was nervous watching with you. Uh, yeah. yeah, what was that? What day was that? Where they it was a draw or yes. tie? What did they say? It was a, No, they say a draw. A tie is actually a match. Like we're going to a tie tonight. Hmm? Wrap your head around that. No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it doesn't like it. Yeah, no, reject um, it. But um, okay, so it was a draw. It was a draw, and it was right down the wire. And the opposing team had some good shots on the goal there mm -hmm. uh, at the very, very end. And here's an, an interesting thing about European uh, football: uh, they just the ref just sort of arbitrarily adds time at the end of the game to be like, well. You know, what do you think? Like, it's a draw right now, not a tie. Four. And we're just gonna, yeah. Four, five. Eight. What are you thinking? Well, the boys, I think they got a bit in them. Let's let's give them six. Give them six. All right, oh, we'll give them oh. six. Why? Why six? Well, my wife says that. Uh, yeah, you don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to go home. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So they just kind of add time, which was highly stressful. And then and then that time ends, and, and then so it long. keeps going. Yeah. It's yeah. for an American sports fan, that is maddening. And like that, you know what I mean? The, the lack of precision. And then it can just keep going forever, as long as there, as long as an offensive play is mm -hmm. continuing. Right. So well, it could be like extra time has elapsed, and even added time to the extra time has elapsed. If you're on the offense and you keep making shots and getting the ball back, they'll just keep going. But I feel like I've seen it where the time elapses, the ball changes, like it elapses, it just elapses, but then the ball changes hands, and they're like. Now let's let's give, let give let's it. let them have one more shot. Now, do they, no, they, they only do it if it's a if they're it's a draw, right? Like they don't add time if, if Oh yeah, they do. Oh yeah, yeah. Get yeah. the fuck out. So Any game. like Every you game. can be up by three. Every game. One oh, yeah. and then be like, let's add six minutes and the Correct. other team scores two. And That's right. It, yeah. Happens all the time. It makes sense in theory, which is that the clock never stops, it just runs and runs and runs. Yes. And so if a guy gets, stop, get, yeah, yeah. gets hurt and they're out there and they're like tending to him and it takes four minutes to do so, the clock never stops. It just keeps going. So the ref just goes, great. You're, we're waiting for the game to, to pick up. And, yeah, and theoretically, he's got this watch that like just keeps adding time. Yeah. So this, this guy, it took him about a minute and a half to get up. I see. And uh, so, well, that's a minute and a half. Well, but what is he doing? Why don't they just stop the fucking clock? Yeah. That would make so much more sense. So there's, everyone there's knows, all right, time stop. Yeah. No, I, I've learned my lesson. Don't, don't ask too many questions. Just enjoy the Yeah. So now let's let's raise a toast, yeah? I'm, let's yeah? do it. Let's do it. I'm, I'm sorry you guys don't have... Oh, wait, wait a minute. Now some of you... Oh, 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 oh shit! All right, all right. Oh, wow, we can see everybody! Oh, Christ, they're not good looking. Let's get the lights down. You all have a buzzer in front of you. Um, but uh, how this game works... <laughs> top four answers on the board. Name one of Rickety Cricket's injuries. Uh, <laughs> These buzzers are fucking bullshit. <laughs> show me. No, don't say show me. She's a goddamn whore. Did you guys know that that was how Danny pronounces the word whore, or was that just a happy accident? Uh, that was a happy accident. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't the first time he's done it, but. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was. 
Oh, well, thank you. Some whore just, uh, we have Mr. Chase Utley. There are 31 million Americans who identify as Irish. And I am one of them. Rob, I'm also one of them. What that really proves is that the Irish can fuck. What is this feeling? I feel so strange inside. It is strange, but appealing. I feel good. Last night, I, I didn't sleep that well, but for literally the first time in my life, I was up all night because I was so happy I couldn't go to sleep. Oh. It was weird because I've only ever had the anxious thing. And last night, I was just like, I don't want this day to just end. Just such so a I high just, of yeah. like doing the show in front of that many people. I just that... couldn't sleep. I was just going over in my head how great it was. Oh. And it was like maybe, the most Maybe that's why ever. I couldn't sleep last night or for the last week. Yeah. So what'd you do about it? I, I just laid there and like appreciated soaked. it. Just wow. soaked it in. A big yeah. smile what a good attitude. I well, I have had so many nights where I'm like, oh my God, I'm so anxious. Like leading up to these shows, you know, there's a lot of like anxiety about wanting it to go well and having been a Sunny fan for so long, the last thing I want to do in the world is like disappoint other Sunny fans. So uh, I w was really nervous and I had nights where I stayed up thinking about like, oh, did I pick all the right clips and that. But last night, truly, I was just like, like living it again in my head, like over, and it was, it was just like so, I mean, you could just feel their love constantly, even when they're being quiet, you could feel the love of, I've never experienced anything like that in my life. You guys have presumably like been in front of lots of Sunny fans before and feeling that kind of rush. You've talked about like Comic-Con before and like feeling that energy. I've never had that before, but they're so locked in, it's crazy. Yeah. It's a little, yeah. I find it a little intimidating when we're just talking because, you know, when we have a funny clip to play or when we're doing like a, you know, like the family fight game, which That's has been going over well, or when I'm getting to sing songs, which have like a beginning, middle and end and everyone knows what they are. Like, that's very comfortable. When we're just chatting, I'm like, uh, how is I it? I see that in you. I see you very specifically wanting to like keep things moving forward. Mm -hmm. I see you turn like, Megan, do we have a clip? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get it. Like I get well, it. Well, you're, 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 I'm you just wanting to entertain. I just want to entertain. So I'm like, is that? I, awesome? I think it's good. But I, I think it's good. I think people want to hear us like slow down. A you stopped down more than I think we ever have maybe in a live show last night to talk about because uh, you you picked Charlie clips yeah. mm -hmm. to talk about Charlie. And mm -hmm. and in that moment, and, and you know, I, I I just I was like, I think people do want to hear this. I've been asked to pick my favorite clips of Mr. Charlie Day. Yes, I mean, this is my first night getting to do it, so that that's exciting. This is uh, this is such an honor for me. Um, I'm going to try not to get too emotional, but I will talk a little bit about Charlie. Um, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast, but. I'm going, to, I'm going to tell the story again. I, I met Charlie Day on an airplane. 
we, we were both testing, a screen test is when you're auditioning for a role, and you're really close. It's usually down to like three or four, or maybe sometimes two other people. And we were living in New York City at the time, and they put actors on planes, they, they fly them out to LA. You then audition and you get to see who gets the part. For whatever reason, they sat us next to each other. You were going for the same part? We're going for the same part. They sat you next Well, to you could always spot the actor, actually, like in the, in the lobby, because he's the only other person like waiting for the flight like this. And then there's one right there. No, you do it, Carlos. <laughs> so I spied you. I knew, I knew we were out going. Yeah, so immediately reason. we know, okay, that's the, that's the guy. And I'm sitting with him, and I'm thinking, I'm going to ice this motherfucker out. I got this guy. I'm a tad competitive. And I thought, well, all right, I got this job. So somewhere, we're, we get out of JFK, and uh, somewhere over... <laughs> Somebody just wooed oh, for JFK. Ho- <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of our most Irish presidents, other than Biden. You're goddamn right. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Irish, JFK, Irish Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. We shot him. Well... Too many, I mean, guns. Too, too, too many, many guns. guns. Too many guns. He's not wrong. Too many. That's just. Those are just facts. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go <laughs> on about me. <laughs> so somewhere over Ohio, and for those of you who, who don't uh, are, are familiar with the uh, contiguous United States, it's like a state and a half over from New York. I realized I'm not going to get this job. This is one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life, and I am fucked. I am wasting the next four hours of a plane ride and the next three days of my life. Wait, was sure it a, so it was a comedy that you were going yeah, on? Yeah, it was, it was a comedy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah, you're fucked. Good luck to almost anybody in the world. Truly. Thank you. That's very sweet. You want to tell them what happened after they saw us both audition? Well, yes. Uh, neither, <laughs> neither one of us got the job because the whole thing fell apart. They canceled the show. <laughs> they said, nah, this is, this is not working. But what was birthed from that was a friendship. And from that point forward, we would check in with each other and, um, and we would always talk about how, how everything that he was working on and all the jobs he was getting, which were plentiful, um, still weren't creatively fulfilling. He didn't have any control or power over what was happening. I wasn't working at all, um, but I, <laughs> I realized that, wow, there are some really talented people out there, and if I could take, and I can't do what he can do, but I can do something else, and if I could take what I could do and, and work with him and work with people like him and hitch my wagon to his star, then I would be along for the ride. I'm dead serious. And that's what's been happening ever since. I could, I, I could honestly say the same exact thing about Glenn, but this isn't about Glenn for once. For once. The whole show is so big and entertaining and we are doing a bunch of stuff. I think it's, I think we should stop down every once in a while and just like get in, you know what I mean? Like, because the, then it's, then it's, because otherwise it's just, you know, yeah. it's like a, I'm not saying I'm opposed to it. I'm saying that's the only time that I feel a little bit like, oh shit, yeah. what's happening? Yeah. You know? Like, the minutes seem to take hours in that, yeah, in that space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Drag on. Yeah. Well, I think, I, you can see how people can get fucked up by that experience. Um, and you hear that same story over and over again of, 
people in our business getting to perform in front of large groups of people, feeling the adulation or love coming from the crowd up into the stage. And I think what happens is people get addicted to it and they think that all that external validation is eventually going to make them happy, which it won't. And, but, but I think that the lesson that generally is learned, I think is still the wrong lesson, which is you shouldn't seek that kind of validation because it'll never bring you happiness. I think that there's some truth to that, but I also believe that there's a version of that experience last night that we actually did go through where you're not, you're not making it about yourself, but we are also sharing in the experience yeah. of mm -hmm. the 9,000 people. And it's all about the community of people that love this one thing. I think but that's real. That's, that's the difference. That's mm. the different, that's the difference right there though, right? It's how you process that information, right? It's how you, how you interpret that, how you, what you, what your takeaway is, right? Cause if your takeaway is like, fuck, I'm badass, then, you know, that's, that's probably not great. But if your takeaway is like, wow, I, made, I, I think we've made, I think we've done something yeah. that's like made a lot of well, people that, happy. And that made, one you know. was so awesome about the crowd, well, all the crowds, but especially last night where um, I was thinking like, gosh, it's so great for each other. What a good time they're giving each other, right? Yeah. Like we're doing a, a percentage of it, which is like singing, dancing, telling jokes, but they were chanting, breaking into so like just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. song. Which if I was a fan just going to a show, I'd be like, you want to be with the excited crowd, you know? My favorite moment was we played a clip of uh, <clears throat> Mac and Dennis uh, moved to the suburbs. And uh, it was when, thank you so Ooh, much. With a lemon in it, lovely. Oh, yes, thank very you. good. <clears throat> Appreciate you. it, thank you. And it was that moment where uh, d uh, Dennis says, news flash, asshole, and the crowd spontaneously oh, right. all so, joined in and said it at the same time. Don't you tell me to calm down, Where's that tripping again? How are you not hearing that? News flash, asshole! I've been hearing it the entire goddamn time! Why would you say something? Because I hate you! And it, I think that the, the takeaway that I have from it, which I think is a thing you get to keep and, and you don't have to keep chasing, is that you feel like less alone. And I think that's like what everybody felt in the crowd was yeah. like, they, they've seen all those clips a million times. It's not that they're getting the jokes new. It's that they are sitting next to people and they're laughing with people and they feel like they have a family and that they're, and, and I know you guys, you did a lot of meet and greets and I'm sure you heard it over and over and over again. Uh, people saying I was going through a really dark time. I had like I felt really sad, and yeah. you guys lifted me up. And that is just giving them the feeling that there's somebody with them, mm -hmm. you know. And I think that was the thing they loved last night was watching those clips with other Sunny fans, mm -hmm. and and you got and watching you guys watch it too, and knowing that you're part of that family with them, that there's not a separation between them and you. I think that's I think that's 100% spot on, and I, I think that is what makes it so special because the way they feel about the show is how I feel about the show. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like you do something you feel like is so, uh, we're doing something that's so authentic to our experience, our life experience, our sense of humor, our, you know, need to satirize society, whatever it is, you know, and, you know, as we've spoken about many times, we've, we, it was all done essentially in a very pure way, just like, okay, we can't really, you can't really know what an audience is going to respond to. So all we can really do is make something that is gonna that you think is funny, that you think is funny, that I think is funny, and that we think is funny. So then to do that and and then see how many people actually feel the same way you do, you know, it, that it, it's like you said, it 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 makes you feel like you're you're part of something. And it, it's the biggest shame about like 
comedy movie, new movies in particular, not being in theaters enough. Oh, I know. To get in there with a the crowd and like all and experience with a group the people. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you remember watching? I'm sure you guys went and saw like Borat. Mm -hmm. in the theater. That Went was to the premiere of... and sat in the front row oh, and and still laughed my fucking ass off just staring yeah, straight up at, at that giant <laughs> naked guy. You know, like the two of them like wrestling. I mean, that oh, that's one of the greatest theatrical experiences of my entire life was watching that movie. Watching South Park, the South Park movie uh, with an audience in a theater. And uh, soon, watching Fool's Paradise. Oh yeah, buddy. But we just fucking love what we're doing, and like, I'm not gonna do anything if I'm not gonna have a blast doing it, like being here tonight. Yeah. I do think it is a, it is a separation between pride and ego, right? You can be proud of your work without the takeaway, without like building up your own ego too much or making it too much about that. I, I think you can separate those things in the same way that there is a difference between, you know, arrogance and confidence. It's like. It's, a, it's good to be confident. It's not good to be arrogant. <clears throat> that being said, I did enjoy people chanting my name, which they did. <laughs> Before we watch this clip, actually, this is just like a little backstory of, of this one, because I wrote this episode. And, um, Yeah, you can you can you can let the ego build up a little bit. Yeah. No, listen, I mean it's an essential part of the psyche, right? Is yeah, is, is the ego. It can't you don't want it to be nothing. <laughs> Gotta have a balance, you know what I mean? Gotta have a balance. But yeah, I don't know. I mean that that experience of of being with that many people that all kind of feel the same way about something is is just a yeah, it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Hey Glenn, you know what we're doing today? We're getting salty, man. Oh, so much salt. Because we have a brand new sponsor. Yeah, Element, spelled L-M-N-T, is a great way to replenish your electrolytes. Their drink mixes come with everything you need and nothing that you don't. So we're talking no sugar. No, but plenty of the salt. The good salt. You know, so much salt, you might be like, no, that's too much salt. But it isn't. You'd be wrong, you stupid idiot. It's the right amount of salt. That was salty. I told you. Yeah. Element can help you eliminate headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, and other common symptoms of electrolyte deficiency, which is namely a sodium deficiency. Those hangovers, you know, you get yourself a good quality Ireland hangover. Look out, man. Look out. Look yeah. out. That's why you got to have your Element. You That's know? right. That helped me, man. Now, right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors and share Element with a salty friend. Yeah, get yours at drinkelement.com slash sunny. The deal is only available through our link. You must go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash sunny. That's the only way to get the stuff. It offers no questions asked refunds, right? So if you want your money back, try it. You know, try it. It's totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and they will give and they will give you your money back. Back. No questions asked. Your friend has to give money. You have nothing to lose here. I can't believe it's been over a month since we we've been in the UK and That's Ireland. Wild. That yeah. was it was amazing. Yeah. Well, it's been over a month for you guys, but I oh, stayed right, cuz you were longer. still there. She, you she, were there. She stayed out there what a hot lo second longer than us. What else did you do over there? Well, I just booked like a bunch of different tours on Viator. Okay, I'm gonna stop you right there. 
Tell me more about this Viator. What is it? It's a place that I could book uh, over 300,000 different travel experiences in over 190 countries. Um, they offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. So, like, I hit up Stonehenge and then also the Harry Potter Muggles tour. Oh, you did nerd stuff. I figured that um, I would go on Viator, and uh, they not only have really cool experiences, but also uh, they have, like, millions of real traveler reviews. And as a writer, I really... I live for good reviews. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so maybe next time we go uh, on a tour with the show, we also do a bunch of reviews. Now, hold on a second here, because I'm just, I'm, I'm leaving this review what here. You, um, what are you doing, a quick review? I'm going to do a review here. Um, the Muggle Tour that Meg was referring to. Muggle Tour does not compare to Sunny Tour, quote okay. Megan Gans. You're being such a death eater right now. Okay, so you can download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences that you'll remember. Do more with Viator. That's V-I-A-T-O-R. And use the code Viator10 for 10% off. <laughs> Well, I love what you were bringing up uh, after the Royal Albert Hall shows. The second one in particular, you mentioned to Charlie on the bus back that um, you could really see him soaking up the moment of playing the yeah. songs mm -hmm. and like feeling like, holy shit, I'm in such a, I'm in a hundred and, uh, 150-year-old venue. Mm -hmm. um, where I they, watched it happen. Yeah, and, and I am playing these songs that I wrote. And people are singing along, they know all the words, mm -hmm. and we got to see you just have... Yeah, it's yeah. such a trip for me to get to do that, you know, to really kind of just play rock star for you know, 15, 20 minutes at the end of the show, and to play music and have people sing along. Awesome. I think that's why I enjoyed it so much, you know, because I, I, that, that first night, I, you know, you got up there, you did the songs, they sounded amazing, but you were doing your thing, you were putting on a show, you yeah, know, yeah. as is what you're supposed to do. Trying to make sure I hit the right notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, there's that too, the technical side, right? Because yeah. it's not like you play all the time and certainly not in front of an audience. But, um, but then the second night, yeah, it was like, okay, wait a minute. Let me actually, I'm, I'm at Royal Albert Hall, like historic venue. Like I can, you know, and you, you, I could just see, I literally watched you in that moment. I don't know, you, you like transformed into, like you, you really owned it.
had a moment, I'm, pl- I'm middle of one of the songs, I don't remember which one it was, and I looked up and I saw the monitor that's projecting I saw you do us that. out to the crowd, and I was like, oh yeah. shit, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So then, I don't know, just like an actor, I was like, all right, where's the camera? Let me try to like <laughs> make sure I have my head a little more towards the camera so it's a little more entertaining for someone. I'm not just like looking down at the keys, although I need to a little bit. Um, that was a great addition, to, by the way, to this, uh, because, you know, we, we are putting on these live shows. We've never done, I've certainly never planned like a whole stage show before. And so we were learning things in the Philly shows. We didn't have uh, big screens with you guys close up project. And I think it changed the whole, it made it feel so much more intimate. They could see your faces, your reactions to things, you enjoying the stuff. Mm-hmm. And that in particular, you could yeah. see you spitting on the crowd, which they love. <laughs> I forgot to spit last night. I you was... gotta remember to spit on yeah. them. Ending a show with telling the audience to go fuck themselves is amazing. <laughs> Although that's not really what we're doing, right? We're, t- we're really what we're doing is we're all collectively saying go fuck yourselves to anyone who doesn't get it. The people who don't get sunny. People who don't get it. That's really what it is. Yeah. And that's the joy of it. That's the jo- that's the joy of it. Because we all collectively know they're wrong and have, <laughs> and have bad taste. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're going to do one more of these, and then we might do some throughout the summer here and there, back in the States. Yeah. yeah. It's really fun. Yeah. It's really We're just going to, we can't, just because of our schedules, we can't do like a, a, a full tour where we just go for like a month or two months, unfortunately, sadly. So we just have, we're, we're basically. That we would want to do that, even if your schedule's well, allowed I was going to say that. Cut that. I was, I was, well, I was, in, not, you're right. That's why we're not doing it. For but. me, it's just about my kids. I just miss my kids. <laughs> Yeah. I just miss my kids and... Oh, miss your kids. That's right. I'm sorry. Those are the reasons. Ned, what's your excuse? I'm fucking tired. I I don't have kids. I just... We do this and then by the end of it, I'm like... We are your kids. Yeah, Yeah. sort of. (laughs) Glenn calls me podcast mommy uh, because we got in the elevator at the hotel after the show. And Charlie and Glenn and I were in the elevator and we were like, what room are you in? And Glenn goes... I haven't got any idea. No idea. I well, had that's the thing. Like, no idea what. what you my know, room. like when you do these tours and like the guy, the guy who's running it, like you know, he 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 handles like Bruno Mars and stuff. So yeah, like, yeah. you're whisked into a hotel at 3 a.m. There, they hand you the room key. They basically walk you up there. If you don't pay a little bit of attention, you'd be like, wait, what country yeah, am I in? That, and that part is, is truly intoxicating. Yeah, where the handling. Truly, the handling. Like, we have an incredible tour management team. And they are used to doing rock stars. And so rock stars tend to be younger and a little bit less responsible yes. than 46-year-old men. So producers of a television series. So we, we're we not used to being handled the way that we're being handled right now. Which no, no. Just, nor do, nor do we like it because we're like, hey, man, like, uh, no, let me hold my own passport. You know? Like, <laughs> I, I know, but I'm part of you. your passports. And they're like, we got it covered. And you're like, what? Oh, this is uh, so uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay, but if you can let it go, it it's a beautiful thing. No, it's fun. I don't. I don't ever. I. I. I don't think I ever want to get used to it because I think because it, it. It could be one of those things where you, you know, you're you're in your house by yourself and you're like tissue. <laughs> you're in a tissue. Tissue. Anyone? Anyone? T- 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 <laughs> And no one's answering because you're in your giant mansion. <laughs> it's fun. It's what fun. It's like we get to play rock and roll stars for a week. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's sort of. Sort of. My my favorite part. <laughs> it's all the best parts we're not doing. 
Yeah, well, yeah. Wait, that's what are true. all the best parts? The drugs and the banging. Of like rock stars. Drugs and the banging. Drugs and the banging. We're not doing the sex, we're not doing the drugs, and we're actually not even really doing the rock and roll. A little tiny bit of it, you know. This is the best fucking crowd we've had for any of these. Oh my God. Absolutely. You guys are the best. There are so many people here. Anybody else hanging on by a thread? <laughs> I sent a video of this room to my friends from Philly. There's 15 of them, 15 of them on the chain. And they all said, one of them said, please tell uh, Meg that we, I said hello without it being too creepy. Then everybody said, oh, hi, Meg. Jesus Christ, Meg, flame emoji. What is this? These are my guys Wait. in Philly. That's a, that, but from what? High praise. Based on what? I just filmed a video oh, like this oh. and ended with you and you just went like that. And you're a hit. Your Philly friends, uh, <laughs> after the Philly shows, we got, we got yeah. together. They, they were very nice they to like, me. They, they, very sweet. Yeah. We yeah. talked about getting tattoos together. It was, I was pretty drunk. And we were talking about getting Get tattoos. tattoos together. Classic. It was, uh, yeah, it was. Classic late night drunk conversation. We should get tattoos, like right now. It was like Sunday night at two in the morning and I was like. You were close. I was real close. I would have gone. I probably. You would have done it? After the Philly show? Yeah, after the Philly show. What would the tattoo have been? Uh, like, I did you have it? Did you did you know what you wanted to get? I should get a Sunny related tattoo. I've always felt like I should get two tattoos related to comedy. One should be something related to Sunny, maybe just bad new tattooed somewhere on my body, and then I'll um, draw it if you want to get oh, it. I might do bad that. Bad new is a cool. It's a cool thing. And then the other one is I'd like to get an Onion related tattoo because I I started on the Onion. That was yeah. like one of my first big jobs, and I've always wanted to get the Onion logo. Maybe somewhere. I'm going to put like Semper Fi on my shoulder, you know what I mean? So I can just be like, Semper Fi, baby, do or die. Um, yeah. Just cooler. It's just cooler than like... We could do that on the pod maybe sometime. Chinese you summer. could write bad new and I could get a tattooed. Um, sure. You got it. I don't think I have to prove my sunny fandom anymore, but... No. Do you have any tattoos? I do. I have two tattoos, yeah. You got tats? You're all tatted up. I, I got two. I, I want more. I was but... reading an article about... Uh, your body is always trying to fight your tattoo. It sees it as an infection. Really? And it's uh What? Yeah, and they're not sure why the skin doesn't just dump it out, like what why it stays. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, why well, can't get rid of it? I mean, they do yeah. they do they can't fade over And time. like all articles, I picked up very little details and facts <laughs> that <laughs> I can fact. actually regurgitate into an interesting conversation. <laughs> A few headlines, a few things, enough to just get you guys talking. Who has time to read an entire article? No, I probably read the whole thing. I remember very little. Oh, your brain rejects that like the body rejects tattoos. It just like pushes yeah, out the yeah, information yeah. slowly. It's like, what are we gonna do with this, Charlie? Well, it ain't gonna help us. Rob's getting his tattoos removed. How's that going? Good. But you keep the shamrock. Keep it the shamrock. Kept it for last night. Oh yeah, I made uh, Rob show his shamrock tattoo to the audience yeah. last night. I was objectified, I guess. I mean, I was. I felt forced into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 by the audience though. The well, audience. and Matt. I didn't. I didn't force you. I just. No, there was you, an implication that something would go yes, wrong for you if you didn't. If you didn't. Get booed. Uh, yes. Yes. Yes, there was. The implication is that it's real. It's a real thing. Yeah. That's why it's funny. We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> show the shamrock. There's only one way to show it. Down go the bands. <laughs> All right. He's got to take his pants off for it. <laughs> it's the only way. You can show, you it, can to do that, it. You can show it to that camera. You guys, his pants are too tight. Right, here we go. 
There's the ship, <laughs> Were you actually like uh, slightly mortified? Well, you're. Was it? What was? What, what you? You? It, it was like. I was like. Are your you pants like tight? Underwear What's you no, no. I was just afraid that my dick. Was gonna... <laughs> oh, you're afraid? You're, yeah, because you don't. Yeah, that I is. That's to make sure. That's I, honestly, I, I got so nervous for a split second. I looked at the wrong leg. I forgot which leg it was on. Ah. So then, then I was like, wait, where is it? And then I just was like, I just don't want my dick. It's hard to know these days when it's appropriate to take your dick out. You know what I mean? We never know anymore. We never know. We're like, clear. when can I, I you're, not, you're yeah. always thinking that every room I walk into, that I'm like, can I take my dick out in this room? And then I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck no. I think that I would have gotten the past there because that's not a power move. It's the opposite. What, what's that? I would have been, I would have been the victim. Yeah. If my dick were to fall out yeah. on stage while the audience was like, take it out. And I was like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're the victim in that situation. Yeah, that was like your fame moment where you were like, I guess, you know, doing that. Uh, is this what you want? <laughs> did, did you get your shot? Did you get your <laughs> shot? Is the director? Did you get your shot? Oh, no. Meg did a Secret Santa where she said, hey, pick three clips. And, you know, you gave me Glenn and uh, Rob got me and then Glenn got Rob. And then uh, on the next show, you'll do Danny. Um, Here's what I'm curious oh, really? about. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. <clears throat> if, um, I was wondering about that. Right. I was like, wait. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good. Um, okay. If, uh, we'll start with you, Rob. Rob, if you had to pick your own clips, your own three clips, mm. which scenes would you, would you have picked? Oh, wow. It's a little harder because, you know, when people ask us about Charlie McDennis and how much fun it was to make, because it seems like it was so fun because the people loved the episode and were yeah. like, it was actually miserable. It was. Because your experience of performing something isn't always necessarily how, the way that it winds up and the way that it's perceived by other people is really got little to do with like the performance that you gave. The Revenant was an amazing movie. You think Leonardo DiCaprio had exactly. a good time filming uh, it? Exactly. Fuck no, he didn't. Exactly. We're screaming the entire episode. Right. So to like, like pick out the we're at a that, ten the whole time. Like it's exhausting. Anyway, go. Yeah, well, to to think about like w what I would pick out for myself, it would be things that I had the most fun making. I think. Mm. You know what I mean? Right, which is not really the 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 that's assignment. That's right? fine. You can do that. I'll allow it. Oh. She'll allow it. Meg allow Meg is going it. to you allow it. Most <clears> fun filming. How about the dance? Yeah, I mean, something like that. The fat dance or the fit dance? <laughs> fat dance or fit dance? I would say just the, the, the well, Because the fat dance is funny too. But both, both, because, the, you know what? Uh, yes, I think those are top, those are tied for one. Mm -hmm. Because, uh -huh. because they represented putting in months and months yeah, and months hard work paying of off. work together. And then it winds up paying off mm -hmm. for a brief second. And to me, that's what's fun about it, mm -hmm. that, even the dance itself, which was very long, was only four minutes, mm -hmm. and it took me six months to learn how to do that and to get my body in the shape. Yeah. And the and the fat the fat is just just dancing across the stage for mm -hmm. for four seconds. I can see it when he says it. It you runs too? through my mind. You, it's it's the think. look on his face and this, the fact yeah. that he's going sideways. It's but just, also, there's something also about the, 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 the Michael Jackson kind of moment at the end where you throw your shirt back. Oh, and then that. We, we cut to, there's that one too. No, yeah. the Frank's Little Beauties is the best. That's the one. Move. That little. I, I would have picked one of the shuffle. ones that Glenn picked for you, which was the um, I've had an orgasm. <laughs> I've, had, I've, had, I've, had, I've had one with your mom. I've had one with your mom. I'll put my thumb through your eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got Mr. Rob McElhenney. Now, you guys do know how to pronounce his last name, right? 
No, no, no. It's going to be stuck in our heads for the rest don't, of our lives. Don't Matt, do you want to play that video? No, do no, not. No, I do not. Do not. Do not. Oh, for the love of God. It's funny because I just met Ryan a couple of years ago and he spent about 150,000 pounds making a video for my birthday. And what did you guys do? Uh, we made you I, millions I, and millions of dollars. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We, made you, we, gave, we made you famous. We made you full stop. We made you. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds but, is a total schmitty. But, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is schmittying us. He's schmittying us. Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> but uh, not only did we make you, Rob, but you made us. Uh, it's true. It's true. And if it were not for you, uh, this show would not exist. That's true. And it, it wouldn't be even a fraction as funny as, as, as it is without you, my friend. You're a phenomenal writer. You're a phenomenal actor. You're a phenomenal friend. And I want to watch some clips of you doing some funny shit. Glenn, I'm very, no. I'm very curious what you picked. Okay, well, I, 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 there would be so many. If well, I, was... I know that. So I know that, like, I know that people enjoy watching my character get angry, but I enjoy, I, I enjoy your character getting angry, <laughs> because it doesn't like you. It, it, go, it, it when it comes on, it's fast and it is beyond anything I can. I it's can fast and it's furious. So, so I wanted to see. Uh, uh, some of my favorite moments of you getting furious. Okay. Let's roll the clip. Roll the tape. Hey, I'm Matt. Welcome to Patty's Pub. I would like to recommend to first timers our signature blended drink, Caribbean Paradise. People say it's better than an Orient. Not that he's never had one. I got an orgasm! I got an orgasm! I got one with your mom, dude! I was strangling you! I'll stick my goddamn thumb through your eye! One of the cornerstones of Patty's Pub is thick wine. Yeah, don't tell me what you Maybe you're antiquated. Maybe I'm antiquated. Get out! Get out! Get out! Settle down! Now, hold on. Thumb through the eye! I. The. the strangling your wife. I, that's funny. Your bursts of anger were just so, yeah. so funny to me. Like, anytime you go into these bursts of anger and then immediately, like, calm down like that shit's always really funny but then there were some of like uh the clips that you showed of charlie and honestly i mean i was loving what you were doing but i was also noticing in those scenes i couldn't help but notice i'm like oh fuck those are so great for rob too like i felt like mm -hmm. i didn't necessarily pick the best ones but uh but that's good. It's a testament to like I think there are just there are a lot. But, but I, I was choosing, as I explained, like I was choosing ones very carefully for specific reasons. That it wasn't just you what made me laugh. No, no. <laughs> gotcha. It was it was ones where I, where I wanted to point out to the audience what makes Charlie so special, yeah, as opposed yeah, to just the cool. fun, the fun, right. funniest scene. You know. I had a really tough job. My job was to pick clips for Charlie. Again, good fucking luck. How do you do that? How do you do that? So I had to whittle it down, and my very first pick is from an episode called Underage Drinking, A National Concern. Now, maybe I actually I might set this up. 
So this was early in the show, and I remember um, I had a very strong take on this episode, and I, especially early on, I was able to like, I just wrote this very quickly. I had an idea, a pitch for the episode. I wrote it very, very quickly. And the first draft, I got to the guys, and they were like, oh, okay, this looks good. We could probably shoot this. Then, of course, we did our pass through it, and it got even better. But then what you're about to see um, in this scene and in this little monologue, Charlie um, ad-libbed something that was not in the script, and it became an iconic line in the history of the show. Let's watch that. What the hell is going on? That's Tammy, Trey's ex-girlfriend. This is classic Tammy. Trey broke up with Tammy because Maureen Canalan said that she saw Tammy flirting with Walt Tammy at a party, but she was only doing it to make Trey jealous because, you know, she thought that Trey secretly liked Aaron Hennebry, but Trey didn't like Aaron Hennebry. It was all a bunch of bull. What is happening? That's Tammy, Trey's ex-girlfriend. This is classic Tammy. Trey broke up with Tammy. Okay, you know what, Charlie? You gotta stop, honestly. Okay. So the reason I led with this was not because it's the funniest thing that Charlie's ever done, because again, that's, it's, a, a it's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. It's because he took something and elevated it exponentially further than any of us could, could have imagined by just saying the words, classic Tammy. <laughs> that's classic Tammy. I actually, don't, that wasn't in the script? No. Calling her, that's classic Tammy? No, and, and a, another reason why I chose that is because I know you guys would probably not even remember it. I don't even know if Charlie Nah, no, I don't remember shit. No. Our show today is brought to you by Rocket Money. Get out of here, Rocket Money? <laughs> yeah, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. That's right. We, we saved this one for when Glenn is with us because uh, you're, you're, such, you're such an app enthusiast. You I love them. I mean? I Don't love you them. love the applications? The more the better. I, I, every, anytime I have to download a new app... I, <laughs> It's exciting. I love it. But I bet you do uh, feel good about them when they save you money on unwanted subscriptions, right? Okay. All sarcasm aside, I do love saving money. I, I love... Money is great. I like money. Yeah, especially when the average American thinks they spend $80 a month on subscriptions, but in reality, they actually spend closer to $200. And it's a lot of money to be off, uh, you know, perception-wise. To think you're only spending, like... 60 to 70 and be spending 200. Oof. That's a big gap. It's a big hit. Yeah. But that's a job for a robot to be tracking is where your money's going. Not, not for people. It's like, we just let Rocket Money do that for us. Just stop throwing money away, right? That's the main takeaway here. You know, cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash sunny. The slash sunny part is important. That's rocketmoney.com slash sunny. That's rocketmoney.com slash sunny. I want to rocket some money to my pocket. Yeah, you want a pocket rocket full of money. <laughs> I had an idea, Charlie, for an RCG business venture. Oh my God. Another one with the abundance of time that we have? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you got? Okay. So check this out. Um, we have all these sunny sets, you mm -hmm. know, we built over the years. And what do we do with them in the in the off season? We put we them in storage. Yeah, we keep them in storage. Exactly. We keep them locked away where no one can enjoy them. And, you know, can't make money off of them. But what if, what if, okay, what if we let people pay 
to come and take pictures on on our sets. Yeah. Okay. 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 But slow down. You got to think about the overhead, right? We'd have to hire a staff. We got to get a bunch of PAs, kind of like getting people in and out of these these sets. But see, that's the easy part. Okay. We just use. ZipRecruiter. Oh, right. Because whether you're starting a new business uh, or you're growing one, uh, if you want it to be successful, you need the most talented people on your team. That's where ZipRecruiter comes in. Okay. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash sunny. Exactly. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology finds highly qualified candidates for a wide range of, of roles. And, and tell me about these candidates. Well, if we happen to see some candidates that we really like, we can personally invite them to apply. Right. Let, let ZipRecruiter fill all your roles, right? Four out of five employers uh, who post on ZipRecruiter, they get a quality candidate Within the first day, see for yourself. Go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Sunny. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Sunny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I want to hear your guys' top one. Let's just do one. What's your top moment of yourself? in the show. Either the one you had the most fun filming or just the one that you're like, well, I'm pretty fucking proud of that moment. Hmm. I like some some of my favorite ones weirdly are like out of character for what I normally am, but like uh I I like that I've grown quite hueré. Yeah, that's speech pretty like that. That's pretty great. Yeah. Wait, is that so, from uh, Flowers for Charlie? Yeah, Flowers yeah. Charlie. that that and probably Pepe Sylvia. And honestly, the the Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling playing you. Oh, uh, ridiculous! Ridiculous! <laughs> I don't know why those. Ridiculous. Those are the ones I had the most fun. You know doing. what's funny is I, it, you actually it, much like it's usually me that does this, but as I recall, like. When we went to shoot that, you were doing it, and you were like, "This is this is not this is too big." This is, I was. This is crazy. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and then and I was the oh, one. I was there? the one who was like, "No, no, no, go further." Oh, great. Go further with it, and the more you go, and you were like, "All right, I'll do one that's like insane," and then you did it, and it was so funny, and you felt it too. Oh yeah. And we were like, "All right, this is ridiculous. And it makes no fucking sense." Ridiculous. It's just funny. It's just funny. <laughs> Yeah, it was one of the rare instances in which, yeah. like, you had you were kind of backing away from something, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. and I was like, no, 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 go, 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 go. There's really no reason to be like talking like that. but no. it's just funny. It's just well, well, you had the wires sticking out of your mouth. So I was yeah. like, yeah, I can't, I like, I can't talk right. Did, is that the one you had the thing too? The oh, it was like a gas mask that you put oh, yeah. off as well. <laughs> so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Glenn, what about you? For I you, honestly, have no. And I, I, I'm not, I, this is... There were, that was tough for me to pick because there's so many good Dennis moments. The one and only Mr. Glenn Howerton, I got to pick your clips, buddy. And I'm pretty excited about this. I got a little piece of paper here to, to, to set them up. Charlie's my biggest fan. So, uh, my first clip is not going to be actually um, so much your acting as uh, you're breaking. Now, you don't always break in a scene, but this is uh, one of Dennis's finest scenes and uh, one of Glenn's finest moments. This was our last day of filming this season. This is Dennis uh, needing his tools. <laughs> Why do you keep all that shit in your car? It's fetish, fetish shit. I, 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 I like to bind, I like to be bound. I got... <laughs> <laughs> 
supplies, tools. I have, I have to have my tools. Why do you keep all the shit in your car? Finish shit, you know? I'd like to bind. <laughs> Mark, just, just. Finish stuff. I like to bind. I like to beam. <laughs> What's all that stuff you're grabbing, dude? <laughs> One of my favorites, though, is you saying idiots and savages oh, when you're talking yes. about yes. the high yes. the pitch that your voice goes into um, is yeah. so funny. It gets like so high pitched and idiots. That's not fun. What they were doing wasn't funny. Comes no. zapping us and zapping oh, us. No, idiots, zap, savages, zap, idiots, idiots. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> man. Calm down. Now that's the first time we went. We went, we were like, what happens if we take that thing that we're, that gear that we're finding and like really I doing ramp it up. what you did for me with the braces thing yes. on that one. I was just like, go even further. Just, just the angrier you go, get, yeah. the more incensed, the more insane you feel about yeah. this, the better. Yeah. And I would have picked tools. I would have picked tools. Yeah, oh, tools, yeah. Yeah, definitely tools, tools. yeah. Um, yeah, see, it is, it is yeah. funny because there, there are certain things that like other people think are, are like, you know, super, super funny, like the implication scene, which I think is... I think that too. Well, so I think, so <laughs> I... I it's, it's the two of you together in that scene. Uh, you so, guys are like a perverse Laurel and Hardy. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's not that I dislike, I, I like my performance in that scene, but to me, the thing that makes that scene so funny is what you guys wrote and your reaction to what, I, not, that's just for me. That's just for me. Now, I'm not saying I don't, I, I do like my performance in it, but I, and I think my performance is good, but I don't think it's my best work. I think it's good. But I think the best thing about that scene is the, the actual speech itself. And honestly, for me, your reactions to it. But that it's like, so I funny that you're getting so irritated with him that he's saying you sound creepy. And you're like, but, you're not understanding it. And the more irritated you become with him not understanding it, the funnier it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's deliberately it's, misunderstanding me. Another of my favorites, and it's a rant, but it's a different gear also because it's quieter, is I will put you in a box. Oh, when you do that yeah, to D. That's a good one. A tiny box. Because it's fun. a weird, it, my it's a different. My phone algorithm sent that to me the other day, being like, you want to watch Glenn do this. <laughs> Psychopath. Yes, I do. <laughs> and, uh, and I watched it again. Anytime. It was fucking great. Honestly, anytime I can make Caitlyn break, I will shove you into a box, a glass box, and put you on display. <laughs> Think of the smell, you bitch! Rotting fish. Furniture. Fish. <laughs> Sorry, wait. <laughs> a glass box. But it's just like, what, like, I don't know, you know, because you know, Caitlin's like, she's a tough one to break. Like, we break all oh, the time. Yeah. Caitlin doesn't break that often. Danny doesn't break that often. But Caitlin. Danny has started breaking more. Have you noticed that? The last couple years, yes, he's, he he's breaking a lot more. Yep, yep. I think, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I and by breaking, we mean laughing, not breaking. He's perfectly fine. Sorry, yes. Nothing's happening to Danny. It's an he's industry sorry. term. He's tough to break. Breaking means uh, laughing in a scene. But um, yeah, anyway, I think most people know it. But. You guys, we've done it. Yeah, we've got to wrap it up because we, we, oh, we got to get over to another country. We've got to get to Wales. Yeah, we'll go yep. to Wales today. Going to Wales. Back. And then back to Dublin. Yeah, there goes styes. Here come the styes. Here come the styes. And here come the styes, and they've added six minutes to the clocks. <laughs> and six more styes. I like that one. I love it. I like that one. Oh, they say the world's your oyster. 
man, but oysters ain't for me. You're the bail of the ball, but you ain't my cup of tea. They always vote you best in show, but this doggy disagrees. Cause I like life and Patty's pub.